Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Today's program is brought to you by the International Culinary Center, offering courses that range from classic French techniques in culinary, pastry, and bread baking to Italian studies to management, from culinary technology to food writing, from cake making to wine tasting. For more information, visit culinarycenter.com. Hi, this is Joe Campanelli, the host of In the Drink. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on the Heritage Radio Network. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. My weekly column, Ask a Clean Person, appears on deadspin.com, and my guest today is Kristen Appenbrink. Hi, Kristen. Hi, Julie. Uh, Kristen is a freelance writer and contributing editor at The Kitchen. She recently launched a newsletter called Pop-Up Kristen, where she answers questions and shares solutions she's learned from eight years of working at Lifestyle Publications. In her spare time, she makes homemade ice cream. Kristen, I might have a request for a homemade ice cream flavor. Sure. What's do you know, the flavor? Do you know what a fluffernutter is? I do. Okay. So for people who don't, fluffernutters are very New England. Are you from New England? No, I'm from Kansas City. Okay. How do you know what a fluffernutter is then, girl? Just read it on the know. Yeah. yeah, you just, just know. Because we worked at the Lifestyle Publication. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so for people who don't know, uh, fluffernutter is a very New England thing, although it's spread now. Yeah. It's not as um, provincial as it used to. When I was growing up, like, people who no weren't from yeah. New England didn't know what a fluffernutter is. So what a fluffernutter is, is it's marshmallow fluff and peanut butter in a sandwich. And it's... You don't put banana in yours? No. Okay. That's a variation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I know, but you know what? You should put peanut butter and bacon, I feel like. I'm, or sorry, banana and bacon with the peanut butter and fluff. I think it would be delicious. That's anyway, actually... You're making a face. You those are three things that I do not eat. <laughs> okay. Well, don't... I, you don't... I, yeah, I don't, don't make it those. for you, though. Okay. Absolutely. Um, so anyway, um, Brigham's, which is an old uh, New England ice cream chain that I think no longer exists in store forms. I think I don't think they have any brick and mortar, but the ice cream, they still make the ice cream. I looked this up recently. Okay. Um, did they and make they a used, fluffernutter? They used to make a fluffernutter right. ice cream flavor. They don't make it anymore. So was it a peanut butter ice cream with like swirled fluff through it? I think it, I don't. I think it may have been a vanilla ice cream with swirls of peanut butter and fluff oh, through sure. it. Okay, I'll I'll do a little more research. Yeah, and I'm gonna have you make me some some couture ice cream. Definitely, yes, <laughs> custom ice cream. I did just make uh, a circus peanut ice cream. I saw that, which was. I don't like marshmallows, so that was not my thing. But it was okay. very, it was a 
great color. Well, and that's partly how I got the idea to mention this to you because I yeah. saw on Instagram that you had made this and I was like, oh, circus peanuts are marshmallow. Yeah. Like she could probably make me this the like holy grail Absolutely. of my, my personal ice cream flavors. <laughs> anyway, we are not actually here to talk about ice cream flavors. We are here to talk about kitchen messes. Yes. Uh, guys, I have a fellow clean person here with me. Yes. Kristen. So Kristen <laughs> and I, you know, we, I mentioned in her bio that she has been writing for Lifestyle Publications for eight years. Kristen and I met a couple of years ago, I think probably just maybe before my book was coming out, you mm-hmm. interviewed me for a piece, you know, to be an expert yeah. um, source, which I do all the time for people. And so we just like struck up a, a friendship and stayed in touch via email. And then we actually fi- finally met in person earlier this year. We braved the Lily for Target sale together. Kristen. It was madness. Atlanta it was Terminal madness. Target. It was madness. And because Kristen um, got there a little bit before me, she um, secured me a set of the um, stirrers, the cocktail yes. stirrers, which I am like forever in your debt because I really, really love those. And you use them all the time, right? Yes, of course. Great. Absolutely. Um, so anyway, so that so that's how Kristen and I know each other. And then also, you know, we've just really bonded because she is a fellow clean person and she writes, uh, she's a contributing editor to The Kitchen, which is mm-hmm. one of my favorite sites. Um, the Kitchen is kind of the, cook, the food, food and drink and cooking and, you know, kitchen decor uh, arm of apartment therapy, um, which I've been reading for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, I actually, believe it or not, once entered one of their um, small cool apartment content or small cool kitchen I did not win I was uh, ripped apart by the commenters who are so (laughs) vicious which leads me into I'm so excited to have you here so that I can mention um, probably my all time favorite first of all I'm like a big believer in like always read the comments always see because they're so I mean like well I can it's easier for me to say that because my commenters tend to actually be pretty nice to me true yes Um, the, the place I mean, even even in the place where I had the hardest time with the commenters, which was on Jezebel, mm-hmm. um, for the most part, it was a very positive yeah. um, re- response to what I was doing. You know, you would get some people who were put out, and, and I understood that. Um, so I'm, it's, it's easier for me to say, always read the comments. Um, but Kristen and I were talking when we were preparing that um, there was a post so- somewhat recently on The Kitchen about a hostess who liked or wanted to tell her guests not to offer to help with the dishes. Which I fully support. Right. I and hate having help with the dishes. And here's, but here's why this, this one particular woman uh, didn't want the help. It had nothing to do with, with worrying about the quality of her guest dish doing. Correct. It had everything to do with her need as an introvert mm-hmm. to take five or 10 minutes away from the group at dinner and just recharge and just recharge on her own. And that doing the dishes was the, was the excuse the Avenue by mm-hmm. which she could get that five, five or 10 minutes alone yep. time. And I feel that I'm, I'm an introvert. Kristen, you're an introvert. I'm an introvert. I wonder sure. if introversion and clean personism are related. I will have to look into that. That very well could be. It could be. Cause it's very meditative. It's like, very, me- it is very yeah. meditative. Exactly. Um, and, and like, it's a control thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want, and I, as I imagine that's probably some element of introversion yeah. is control and so on and so forth. So, um, so, so Kristen, you know, was like, when we were preparing for this episode was like, I kind of want to talk about that. So we're going to, we're going to talk, we're going to talk a lot, a lot about cleaning the kitchen. Yes. Um, and I mentioned to her, I was like, I want to mention that thread because the comments on that, on that piece went bananas. Like yeah. people, there were a lot of people who absolutely understood it. They were like, yep. Oh, I've never, I've never articulated it, but I feel exactly the same way. And then there were a lot of people who were really, really offended. And the and the commenters in a, on apartment therapy and the kitchen are an odd, it's oddly an odd mix. 
mean like it depends on the post people it depends on the post i've had for my post personally i've had a fairly good experience but i know that there are a lot of posts out there where it just gets super trolly it's crazy to me and it's like so weird because this is actually like a fairly high high end like just not the place you would expect to have this like rabid group of commenters which leads me into my all-time favorite comment (laughs) thread on the entire internet um there was a post on apartment therapy proper Mm -hmm. about cleaning a washing machine and which is a thing that people do and that in many cases should be done you get detergent buildup you get dirt buildup you got to clean the vents out Mm -hmm. if it's an appliance that someone else if you've bought a house with a washer dryer in it and you someone else has been using it and you maybe want to there are a lot of reasons to clean a washing machine basically is what i'm trying to tell you here and i think in this particular case a person writing the post um was was cleaning it because she was laundering cloth diapers yeah. So, like that's a good that's a good that's reason. a good reason to to clean our engineer just stuck her tongue out and is making a horrible face. I, like my Liz is makes the best faces when I say <laughs> gross things on this program, which I say a lot of gross things on this program. Um I'll have to like take photos of her doing that, post them on the website. Um okay, so so that's the reason she was cleaning it and which is a very good reason to clean out a washing machine. Well, yeah. someone just took great umbrage at this and like was like, What kind of psycho cleans a washing machine? You you have too much time on your hand, blah blah, blah like just went crazy. And then the pile and on She has a newborn, she does not have too much then, time on her hands. <laughs> and then, yeah, but then the best part was that then the the commenters piled on the this person and then it just turned into this insanity of like hundreds hundreds of comments of people screaming at each other over washing a washing machine. Yep. It was amazing. It was perfect. It's why I love the internet. The internet, the internet is, is so great. weird. So in any event, so that that's sort of the background on, on the site that Kristen writes for. Fortunately, she doesn't have that happen. Um, we for the sh- most part, for the most part. Yeah. yeah. So we, we, we should, however, take up, maybe you'll get, maybe you'll get some like screaming comments yeah, in, in, uh, in response to this, this podcast. Maybe I'll get some. Woo, wouldn't that Yay. be exciting? I'm gonna say, we're going to say some very, very controversial things today about, about dishes, cleaning a kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so actually we should, we should take on this, this first, question i feel like you're going to relate to this i relate to this yes um because it well it's actually something i just did in my own home um it's something i feel like i do almost every day not not at a great scale right no this but i deal with it every every day day. exactly so i actually did it on a great scale this weekend i i had so it's it's a question it's a question that's come up. It, it comes up all the time, but it's really come up a bunch lately. I've kind of noticed there's just been mm-hmm. like an uptick in it. Um, no, there's no real rhyme or reason. It's not a seasonal thing at all. Um, I feel like it is a little bit in New York, though, because we don't have a lot of people don't have air conditioners like spring and summer. And because you have if you have your windows open. In yeah, your, your windows open. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. OK, so let me I'm going to actually read. the. I'm going to read the question um, and then you'll understand what we're all talking about here. OK, so so question one from reader Len. Um, Len, Len writes to me, I have a medium sized kitchen and I cook quite a bit in it, not a heinous amount of cooking or anything, just a few times a week. I've noticed that over time, everything in the kitchen has developed a sticky oily layer on it. Gross. And then he adds, okay, not everything, but a lot of things, the spice rack near my stove, the cabinets, etc. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and I'm, I'm sure, like, I'm sure everybody is listening to this being like, oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, so he, he adds, it's almost as though the cooking oils became airborne and attached to whatever surface they could find. It even gets on the cupboards and ascends to gently coat whatever is on top of my fridge, which is currently where I keep all my liquor bottles, making for somewhat awkward, ha ha, I'm a dirty, laughs when I have people over and they're mixing their own drinks. Other than finding new friends who don't mooch on my booze, what's the best way to clean everything down? The sticky oiliness is pretty stubborn. It is stubborn. It's stubborn. Okay, so that's actually, that's the thing that I did this weekend. I did, like, the top of the fridge, mm-hmm. the top of the microwave, and yep. then I, this is so gross. Ready for this? Yeah. I'm admitting Lay something. Lay on me. Yeah, I'm admitting something so gross about myself. I'm a crystal light addict. <gasps> And because I'm a crystal light at, I know, listen, don't the powder or the the powder. Okay. Listen, don't, I don't want to hear it about the Splenda people. I hear it all. I hear it from my dad. I don't need to hear it from you. Stranger listening to this podcast. I know it's bad. I know it's going to kill me. I love Splenda. All right. Leave, leave the Splenda alone people. All right. So don't lecture me about my crystal light habit because I'm not going to break it. In fact, if you lecture me, I'm going to drink more crystal light just to spite you. So here, here's the thing about my crystal light habit is that I actually, I, I really water down. I only use like a quarter of the amount you're supposed to use. So it's crystal light light. Exactly. Is what you're <laughs> exactly. And because of this habit, um, bo- both because then I like have to measure out the powder and then just like the nature of make mixing the crystal light. Yeah. There is a, a, a fine patina of red and I drink red crystal light <laughs> people like the, I drink the red raspberry raspberry ice is my flavor perfect yeah the grossest flavor you could get at least it's not fruit punch oh that's fruit punch worse. is gross yeah, yeah fruit punch is really gross so anyway so there's like a there's like a red red patina uh on top of this sticky yep um gr- gross oily mess that's mm-hmm. like on top of the vent hood and the and on the kitchen cabinets and on the top of the fridge and so this weekend this past weekend i just did my own yeah i mean yeah. red red sponges like it's just so gross um so there's my private shame. Now you all know. Um, so here's the thing. Len, you're actually, it's not kind of sort of a sticky, oily, gra- it is oil. Yeah, it's the exactly. cl- So what happens, and, and Kristen, you add to this like sort of. Yeah, it's just, it's splattering from your kitchen. Right. It gets in the air. There's nothing you can exactly. do about it. Exactly. So oil, you know, when you're cooking, grease, steam, all, yeah. all that stuff is, air, it is indeed airborne mm-hmm. and it's going to land on any surface. So that's everything from the top of the refrigerator to the vent hood, to the cabinets, to the floor. Right. Everything is going to be covered in this, and mm-hmm. it is greasy, and it becomes sticky over time, and then it becomes a magnet for dust. Yes. So that's the big summer problem for right. Yeah, because we have our windows open. Almost our windows all open all the year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So here, okay, I'm going to give. I'm going to give. T- there are a number of ways to tackle this. Yep. And I'm going to give two really good ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to preface this by saying that one um, is a is a chemical that is not eco friendly. Right. And the other is. Okay. Um, so I'm offering options. The one that is not eco-friendly is going to work much better and much faster and with much, much less elbow grease on your part. Mm-hmm. So just know that going in. So that option is ammonia. Yep. I love ammonia in the kitchen. I love the smell of ammonia. <laughs> I'm one of those where I like the smell of gasoline. I'm one of those people. Um, 
So ammonia, the two things to know about, or actually the three things to know about ammonia. One, you got to use gloves. Mm-hmm. Uh, Two, you got to open the windows because yep. the smell of it is very, very strong. Um, you will dilute it. Even diluted, you want to use gloves always. Um, and so, and you really, I mean, you don't need a whole lot. Like a quarter cup to like a gallon of water is probably perfect. a perfect ammonia solution. That, so you're not using a whole lot of it. Um, the other thing, always, always, always have to say this when we're talking about ammonia, is never mix ammonia with bleach. Yeah. Yeah. Bad news. So, yeah. Um, that will create um, the the two chemicals have a reaction that will create um, a gas that is toxic and poisonous. Uh, you could die from it, so please don't do that. Um, so yeah, don't mix the ammonia. Don't mix ammonia with anything except water. Is yep. and and maybe a, a like a blurt of dish soap. But like generally speaking, yeah. just like with ammonia, be very careful with it. So in any event, ammonia. Used with a sponge or rag. I really like Adobe Pad for cleaning that sticky yeah. stuff. So Adobe Pad is a 3M sponge product that's a sponge that's covered in kind of like a nylon netting mm-hmm. um, that will not cause scratching. Right. So it's great for use on appliances, you know, anything from like a you know plastic refrigerator to a metal vent hood. Mm-hmm. It's not going to cause scratching, but it is going to help the... The abrasion, yeah, abrasion of the Adobe Pad is going to work in concert with whatever cleaning product you're using to help get that stickiness off. Yeah. So that's the first one. The other one that you can use that's very good, and I actually did use this for because I was kind of testing right. um, a little bit this weekend because um, I do like to test things out if I you know if I can. My readers test things for me a lot yeah. of times too, which is great. So helpful um, is Simple Green. So Simple Green is another one that you... It comes concentrated. It's a liquid. Um, It is green. I have looked up the ingredients list. Mm -hmm. Um, So you dilute that. And, you know, with Simple Green, you actually... You don't need gloves. It has a sort of funny medicinal smell that I don't... I actually don't love as much as I love the smell of ammonia. ammonia. Um, But, you know, it's it's gentler. um, And it does do a very, very good job on that that kitchen Mm -hmm. stickiness. So that was actually what I used this weekend. Um, I You know, it wasn't... It wasn't as good as the ammonia, but it was pretty darn right. good. I mean, yeah. for great for an eco-friendly option. Um, the but here's the other thing I'm going to mention. It's like five or six times the cost of the ammonia. The ammonia Absolutely. it was like ninety nine cents for the bottle, where yeah. the simple green was like five dollars and fifty cents. So that you know, you're it's a there's a price difference with these things. Absolutely, yeah. So in any event, so on that note, we actually are going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about uh, two of Kristen's favorite cleaning because we got to talk about some of my favorite cleaning yes. products. So now we get to talk about yours when we come Perfect. back from the break. We're going to talk about cleaning uh, cast iron enameled wear reader mm-hmm. question. I'm Jolie Care. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. National Culinary Center is a proud sponsor of the HeritageRadioNetwork.org. The ICC, with locations in New York and California, provide cutting-edge education to future chefs, restaurateurs, and wine professionals. We're proud to claim Dan Barber, Bobby Flay, and David Chang among our honored alumni. This is Dorothy Can Hamilton from Chef Story. Check out our ICC website at InternationalCulinaryCenter.com. Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Julie Kerr, and my guest today is the kitchen's Kristen Avonbrink. We've been talking about kitchen messes, which yep. makes sense given what you do. Uh, do you spend a lot of time thinking about kitchen messes, or do you just sort of, are you on like autopilot? I'm a little bit on autopilot, but I spend a lot of time cleaning up my kitchen messes. Right. I'm a very like project-based cook, so I'm always trying new things, right. and then kind of ending up with a sink full of dishes and not really sure how I got there. Exactly. So you do like a lot of recipe testing for the kitchen, right? I actually don't do recipe testing for them. I oh. do recipe testing for me. Um, oh, okay. But I do like mostly ice cream, but also I love experimenting. Like it's kind of like my, my science lab is okay. my kitchen. Got it. Yeah. I feel a little bit the same way. Yeah. I feel a little bit the same way. I'm in a um, farm chair this summer and nice. it is, it's definitely, and I'm writing about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, it lends itself to experimentation, yeah. which is it fun. Pushes you and to I try like new it. things. Yeah. And actually I, I found that the, the writing about it is actually the thing. Cause I've, I've done a farm chair before yeah. um, where I've experimented, you know, sure. sort of, that's like, like that's I don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't know week. what that is. I guess I'll figure out how to make it. Um, but the writing about it part has actually made me um, even even more adventurous in terms yeah. of trying new things. And I've had a weird. Here's a weird thing. I've had a, a an odd summer in terms of making a lot of recipes from the New York Times. Oh, really? Yeah. I generally in in the past have not been a big maker of New York because yeah. they're a little needlessly complicated. Sure. Um, I feel like they they their new cooking section has been really I, revamped and well done. And I kind of wonder if it's if, if it's a result of the new cooking section that they're doing some simpler Mm -hmm. recipes i've had really good luck with that it's been a good i've eaten well this summer nice my waistline probably shows that but (laughs) that's all right um okay so actually this which leads us very very nicely into uh Question number two from from reader, and actually, Perfect. this is also my friend. Oh, nice! Who, yeah, because um, you know my, my friends do ask me questions. Of course, I and I and they're always like, "Am I allowed to ask them?" I'm like, "Yes, yes, please do." I'm like, "One, yes, and two, do you, do you think I'm going to not answer your email? Like, I'm, right. I'm going to answer your question personally <laughs> to you if I'm going to run in the column." I actually, this was cute, um, and it's not kitchen related, but um, uh, the girl who's who appeared immediately behind me alphabetically in grammar school emailed me a question last night oh that's and adorable. i was like oh lauren i love like, that i love it makes me so happy yeah. like oh i've known you since <laughs> we were six you know like that's so cool of course i'll answer your yeah. question it was actually a really good question so I'm oh, gonna, good i'm gonna run it eventually but um anyway it was just a nice thing so anyway yeah. this is this is for my friend um 
I do get this this one from times. This is not an uncommon question. You've probably heard this one yes. too. Uh, so my my friend Allie writes, "Okay, I put off doing this, but I can't solve this myself." Uh, me- meaning, she put off asking me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Don't just ask. You know me. That's like the perk." Um, I have an enamel- enameled cast iron Dutch oven, and the inside is stained. It's not scorched per se, just discolored. I don't know what caused it, and no amount of elbow grease is removing it. It's not harming cooking, but I hate it being stained. Do you have any ideas? I'm scared of ruining this billion dollar pot doing some random solution I find through Google. So she basically means she has a Le Creuset. Right. Um, yep. Which I have. I've I've been collecting Le Creuset since I was in my 20s, you know, sort of yeah. like finding pieces here and there and adding to my I'm a Copco person a a Michael Lex by Copco it's like a beautiful 1960s design um but yeah very similar to Le Creuset so Um, this is one that we get all the time so here's here's the deal for people who don't work with this kind of um enameled cast iron cookware generally the outs the exterior is a color like my color Mm -hmm. is jade green right um do you have a color that you collect or do you I don't multicolor multicolor okay so the interior, however, is generally cream colored. Yep. Um, and that means that, and it's, it's enameled, mm-hmm. and then underneath the enamel is cast iron. Um, that means that the cream colored interior will get stained very easily because you use those for making things All like things. chili, yeah. you know, or, or cur- like chicken curry. Like yeah, for me, exactly. like I'm, I'm, I'm half Indian. I make a lot of curries. Mm-hmm. And so that you know tomatoes turmeric anything like that chili chili powder yes um that's all going to stain the pot immediately even even just braising meat is Mm going to stain the pot so um as long as it's not scorched you're actually and then and the only reason to remove the scorch is just because it sort of befouls the bottom of the pan and and the, the pot won't do its job as well and exactly so on and so forth um so as long as it's not scorched the staining is fine which yeah, it's what, not going to hurt anything yeah, when you're cooking. Which is what Allie is saying. Like, mm-hmm. But it can be bothersome for people because they right. feel like, oh, my God, I stain this thing. So I, ha- I have some solutions, uh-huh. um, both of which involve two of your favorite clean. Do you want to say your two favorite clean? Yes. I love Bon Ami yeah. or Bon Ami, however you say it. Bon Ami. Yeah. Bon Ami. Is how I say yeah. it. A million different pronunciations, right? And that's because I yeah. and I'm the other the other side of me is Italian, and my there you my, go. My my, my great grandmother, my mother's grandmother, used Bon Ami, and my mother yeah. said, "It's a Bon Ami," is how you pronounce it. And see, I'm very Midwestern, Bon Ami, right? Yeah, that's how we say Bon Ami, <laughs> Bon Ami. <laughs> um, so Bon Ami and Oxo Bright, which is essentially OxyClean, yes. but the eco friendly version, right? Exactly, which is great. Right. So, well, here's the here's the thing. There, oxygenated bleach is oxygenated bleach is exactly. oxygenated bleach. Yep. There's no real there's no real difference. Um, and and there there's OxyClean, there's Clorox OxyMagic, mm-hmm. there's OxoBright. Like right. there are these are all basically the same thing. They're eco friendly in that they're not chlorine bleaches. Exactly. So that's the the difference between yep. oxygenated bleach and chlorine bleach is the difference between the oxygen yeah. and the chlorine. Um, so anyway, but yeah, the the um, the oxygenated bleach. So this is actually like an off off book. Thing. Yep, I know. I usually use it for laundry, but it's definitely good for other things. But too. it's very good for cleaning. Uh-huh. And off the off the record, <laughs> I will actually now I will not even name the company. Although anyone who has read me or listened to this podcast will know exactly what company is. One of the makers of oxygenated bleach, off the record, said to me that yes, 
one of the great uses for it is for cleaning a stained interior of enameled cast iron. Perfect. So Oxobrite is yeah. a great thing. And, I, and I've done it. And actually, I had a friend. Um, I bought this friend his, his first Lake Crusade, actually. It was a oh, gift. Nice. It, was a, it's, it was birthday and Christmas are close to one another. So I, like, one year just Perfect. bought him, like, a, one Very big nice gift. gift for, yeah. yeah. Um, and he emailed me this like a couple years later he was like oh my god i just discovered the craziest thing i was boiling some oxyclean solution in my lake rosé like to use i don't know like he was gonna like soak shirts and yeah something. i don't he also is a little crazy like <laughs> don't you, this is maybe not something you should anyway so he he was using his, his lake rosé for this and then when he took the water out to use it for whatever on his yeah. clothes he was like Oh my god! It's like a brand. The interior is like a brand new. That's awesome. Yeah, exactly. That's so fantastic. the staining. Um, definitely, you can use any of those oxygenated mm-hmm. bleaches. Um, just soak hot water. Um, you could you could bring it to a boil and let it cool if yeah. you wanted. That's I'm sure fine. you can also do the. Um, it's really good at a paste if you have a really stubborn stain. Yes. Doing the paste on it and letting it sit and just a letting bit, it and then, sit. Um, doing the hot water inside will be perfect. Exactly. Um, and the other thing is, and this isn't really going to take out so much of the staining, but actually, the the body of my is mm-hmm. a great thing just for sort of regular cleaning. It cleans everything. It cleans everything. It's it amazing. Cleans, yeah. yeah. The other thing I'll tell your friend is embrace the patina. Like right. don't don't get rid of all the stains. Look, think about it. Took me a long time to get over having stains on my cookie sheets. Yes, but now I see them and I'm like, oh, this is a sign of a well-used, well-loved cookie sheet. I knew you were going to say that, <laughs> and you know how I knew you were going to say that because that's exactly what I said to her. Right? That was like the yeah. first thing I said to her. I was like, well, listen. Or, no, it wasn't the first. I first I yeah. told her what to do. I was like, here, exactly. here's here how you a clean couple, it. Yeah, Fine. here are a couple options. I was like, but I was like, you should wear those. Stains, stains proudly because it means that yeah. you actually are using your Lake Crusade to cook. Right. It doesn't not, look pristine out of the box. Right. It's not a, a decoration that you right. just keep around in your kitchen. Yeah. Um, so in any event, so yes, yeah. I, I sort of exactly suspected. Stains on the cookware, great. Stains on the dish towels, not so much. Get new dish towels. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess I also kind of have a little bit of a, a different feeling about that. Like, if it's clean, I was talking about, the, I feel like I was talking about this in the, in the last episode yeah. of the podcast, actually, that like, there's a difference between stained and dirty. Right. You can have something yeah. that can be clean, but, but still have stains. And I, and I think your dish towels, like, if I throw a dish towel out every time it got a stain that didn't oh, come yeah. out in a lot, I would be constantly buying. No, I'm talking about, like, mold. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Once I get to Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. Your dish towel. And recycle them into rags. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing. So, oh, my gosh. And you, I, so, so great. It's so funny that you just said this, because also this weekend, in addition to doing the, like, scrubbing the crystal right. light dust off of my refrigerator (laughs) i'm gonna get so much mail about this oh god um i i bought new i bought new dish towels and and just yesterday and you know you have to launder the new dish towels when you get them just yesterday i did i laundered all of the the old ones and the new ones because the old ones were just in the wash yep and I did. I picked through the old ones, and I pulled out the ones that were the most stained, uh-huh. and I put them into the rag pile. The rag pile is a ma- magical thing. Yeah. And then the good thing about the rag pile is also that, like, you can just pitch the rags after one or two uses. Yes. You don't have to, like, keep... Because for me, la- laundering rags is actually kind of an ordeal because I don't mm-hmm. have laundry right. um, in my home, nor even in my building, which means I have to take a special trip to the laundromat to launder rags. Just to do rags. Never and I'm like, happen. this is like this. I it's yeah okay fine. Yeah. It's three dollars, but like I resent spending three dollars on laundering my rags. Agreed. I just do. So I so I'll just you know use them yeah. a couple times and then pitch them. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and that and that works out great. So here, let's. I want to hear some more of your other favorite because we, we have a little bit more time. Sure. And so and since you're a fellow clean person, I've got yeah. I've got well I've got a live one here. People, of course. You, there are, I'm not the only one. I just want everyone <laughs> out there to know I'm not. It's like I'm not an, a freak outlier. There are no, like, there's so many clean people there out there. There are others like us, Kristen. There's a, there's a tribe. There is a tribe. There's, there's a whole a tribe. tribe. Yeah. And I actually, I get a lot of emails from people who are yeah. like, I'm a clean person too. Like, I feel so much better knowing that, that you're out there and I don't yeah. feel so alone in this world. I'm trying to think what my other... What are your other favorite cleaning products? What do you, what else do you use Bon Mai for? Um, I, mean, I know you use it for everything. I use it for everything. I use it for cleaning dishes that are really stubborn, cleaning the sink, cleaning the bathroom. Okay. All of it. Um... I fully believe in unscented products for as many things as I can okay. find. I like scents. I have to say, I'm a, I'm a scent girl. I just, I don't want my dishes to smell like lavender dish soap. Yeah. yeah. What kind of dish soap do you use? Um, I generally use seventh generation, okay. completely no scent. And I dilute it because we don't, I live with a roommate. We tend to have our dish rack out at all times and kind of do dishes ad hoc instead yeah. of a big sink full. Um, and which so, is the way to do it. I think that's, yeah, how, that's exactly. how we do it. Yeah. It's very like, it's very easy unless we're cooking a big meal and then we'll do a sink full of dishes. Right. Fine. But yeah, we just dilute the dish soap. You don't need to use full strength dish soap yeah. when you're doing like just on a sponge or on a rag or on a scrub brush. It's super easy. Yeah. Um, it's one of my, yeah. One of my biggest dishes, pet peeves. Yeah. Too much dish yeah, soap. Exactly. I love dish soap. You know, I, you know, I have two, two kinds at all times. Oh, what do you know about this? Kinds? Have we not ever talked about this weird we might have, and I might just be blanking, or I might under, just be learning all kinds of new things. You're going to totally understand, even though you, this is not your your way because you don't like sense, but yeah. like you're going to completely understand this. Oh, I have uh, what I refer to as fancy and utilitarian dish soaps. Oh, of course, I, yeah. I have yeah. Uh, palm, palm olive is my like right. go to utilitarian for like yep. greasy dishes and stuff like that. I feel sometimes like, you have to have that. Yeah, it's just like the only thing that's going to get through. Yep. Um, through grease and oil and that kind of stuff. So I love palm olive and then I use, I love Mrs. Myers cause I like this. I do like the scent. Yeah. So I'll spend more. I'm more of a scented hand soap person. Like that, that is yeah. my, where I'm like, I use oh, Mrs. Myers yeah. hand I'll soap too. It. I get yeah. the refills and Definitely. I, there's this weird, actually I should take you there. You love this place. <gasps> there's this weird little market right near my apartment that is, it's like mostly dry goods. They, they don't have, there's like not really produce, but they have, right. dairy, they'll have, they have like milk. Yeah. Um, but it's bigger than a bodega. Okay. It's, it's a mart. Yeah. I don't know. It's somewhere in between a, a bodega. It sounds and a magical. Supermarket. It is magical. Well, here's the most magical thing about it. In the back, there are two aisles that are jam packed with every kind of cleaning <gasps> supply and it's all cheap. That's I don't amazing. know how I buy my Mrs. Myers dish soap for like $2 less than it's sold everywhere else. I don't know how they do it. Yes. I do need to go to this magic. I'm not going to, I'm not even going to drop the dime and name this place. <laughs> I'm afraid they're going to get like shut down so, or for swamped like, with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's the, and it's, it's like the place where I find bluing for the laundry, which I yes. love laundry bluing and it's oh, hard to find. It and, is hard. Oh yeah. I just order it. Yeah. Um, no, this place has it. Okay, so yeah, we'll good. have a, we'll have a little field trip. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I treat myself because I can get it. Look, Mrs. Myers, this soap is kind of expensive. Is I don't expensive. really want to spend five dollars for a bottle of right? dish soap when you go through palm so much of it. When palm quickly. olive is ninety nine cents for a bottle, yep. like that's that's the thing. So, but but because I have this place where I can get it for like three or four dollars. So do you swap it out and like use? Like put the palm or put the palm olive away when you have guests come over. I usually not not when I have guests over. I usually have the Mrs. Myers is out because okay. it's decorative yeah. and like I oh and I definitely buy the scent because the label matches my kitchen. Yeah, totally. I mean I'm yep. yeah I'm a, what's your scent? 
Uh, it's like the I think it's I don't know it's the green green, the green and yellow and sure. <laughs> green, yeah. and ye- green and yellow is my scent yeah I know what um, it is but I can't think of what yeah. the name is so um, yeah I just keep I stash the palm olive under yeah. the sink and okay. that's just where it is so if I need Fair. it you know we'll just grab it and go and yeah. now you I, people have learned some very weird things about me today I feel nervous for what my email think, no, inbox I is think- going to look like I think it's all good. It just puts you more in context. What what if what if the you you share this on the kitchen and your commenters come after me? They're not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna live in fear of the kitchen commenters. They'll be all right. On that note, I'm gonna go into hiding. I'm gonna wrap this up, Kristen. This was really really fun. So much you fun. are great. I love I loved having a fellow clean person Yay. here who understands my weirdness. Um, so I would like to say a big thank you to my guest today, Kristen Appenbrink of the Kitchen. I would also like to say thank you very much to my engineer Liz Smith, and also to Jack Insley and Aaron Fairbanks at Heritage Radio Network who have been so helpful and supportive. Uh, thank you also to our sponsor, the International Culinary Center. If you like what you heard today, please consider subscribing on iTunes, leaving a rating uh, if you have something good to say, that is, uh, and telling your pals about this great cleaning show that you love so much. Uh, Thank you all for listening. This is actually going to do it for the very first season of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast, if you can believe it. This is the last episode of the first season. I'm so honored to be on the last episode. Yes, you are. That's why I wanted to have you on here, a fellow clean person. Uh, I am Jolie Kerr. I will catch you all in September when I return for season two with more great guests like Kristen. Uh, We are going to be taking on in season two subjects ranging from washing an LL Bean boat and tote to getting lube stains out of your sheet. So I'm going to go just the gamut just absolutely hog wild in season two i hope you all will come back subscribing on itunes is the best way to find me when i resume my season uh in mid-september thanks so much for listening i'm jolie care and this has been ask a clean person the podcast Thanks for listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can email us questions anytime at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a 501c3 nonprofit. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.